Listen. Are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Welcome to Radio Taiwan International, and if you couldn't tell by our opening, we do hope you guys are listening. I'm your host this hour, Leslie Liao, and up next we have 50 minutes of English language features for you, including hashtag Taiwan. And status update, but we're going to start off with 25 minutes of uh, rambling about the news in here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan, and as I said before, I'm your host this hour, Leslie Liao, and joining me in the studio is Mr. Stash Butler. Hello, hello, hello. This is the show where we talk to you about some more casual news in Taiwan, and we come to you in two formats. One is Facebook Live, and if you're tuning in on that, today is Monday, March 7th, but if you're listening by via more traditional shortwave, then today is Tuesday, March 8th. And uh, on today's docket, we're going to be talking about Taiwan's... Um, Reservists are going in for training, and this has significant others crying. Oh, actually, Stash, it's, oh, no. uh, it's, it, it's, uh, it's a, an occasion for, for tears, apparently. And, well. and then uh, next, we're going to be talking about how much money Taiwan has raised for Ukraine. Uh, Taiwan's government recently established a, uh, a bank account where people can donate money, and some initial stati statistics came in, which are quite impressive. And the third, I'm going to be telling you about a 99 million year old something on display at a museum in Taiwan. Oh god, I hope it isn't food. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, think about that. That's <laughs> nasty, man. Anyway, all that and more coming up next on Here in Taiwan. Guys, do not go away. We've got a great show for you. Before we move on, Stash, let's uh, let's. It's Monday. How was your How's your weekend, man? My weekend. It was uh, it was good. Did a lot of errands uh, on Sunday. A lot of cycling around. I got a haircut. Uh, our oh, listeners nice. won't be able to see that, but just imagine that I'm looking super fly. Super fly. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? What, what kind of errands you run, man? Uh, honestly, it was just like just lots of just buying random things that you know need more of, like. I mean, we 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 just moved paper. into new moved into a new new uh, like apartment and mm. just not enough kind of bowls, not enough cutlery. You know, we realized that, oh, you have six people, you have like like six people here, and it's like, oh wow, we don't have enough. <laughs> we can't serve oh. all of you. Um, so so yeah, that kind of stuff. Really boring stuff to be honest. How was yours? It was all right. Uh, I went. We had a barbecue for a friend's birthday, and then uh, yesterday I went in for a dental procedure. So if oh, you guys God, hear yeah. me, yeah, if you guys hear me, kind of like Winston Payne, I'm not in a lot of. I'm not in pain. Like Stash isn't hitting me while we're doing this <laughs> studio or in the studio. It's just um, I have some residual pain from my dental procedure from yesterday. Oh and, no! Um, how was a, how was that? Came in as a surprise, but at the same time, what do you expect? It was when you have a tooth pain. Yeah. And then... Do you the know, like, was there... I mean, I guess, you know, the nature of tooth pain, it's quite normally a, a long-term problem, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, it's never a good thing when you feel 
a toothache. There was no immediate... Co- it wasn't like you tried to crack open a beer bottle or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I do try and crack open beer bottles, but they haven't exacted a toll on my dental hygiene well, just yet. That's what you think. <laughs> I'm sure your dentist would disagree. I mean, I, I don't go in there to the dental chair be like, he's like, yeah, do you do anything detrimental? I don't go be like, yeah, I cracked open a few beer bottles with my teeth the other day. You keep that to yourself. You keep that to yourself. <laughs> and then you just be like, no, I, I have no idea why... Yeah, what... Ooh, I would yeah. be in such what dire straits. Big <laughs> cap shaped. He's mark. like, you look like you open beer bottles with your teeth. Never done that before. Can you do oh, that? Really? Who would do what? that? Wow. <laughs> really? I'm trying to remember what I did on Saturday. I just like that day is a complete blank for me. It was that? It wasn't like a important day in any no uh, it was march 5th did you do anything barbecue go out to no eat? oh i saw a friend hadn't seen for ages who mm. who managed to leave taiwan uh just before europe went into a lockdown uh-huh. uh and managed to leave europe just as it came out of like covid restrictions that's <laughs> so just <laughs> picked, pretty impressive picked her in moments in europe just basically just being like i'm gonna i've just decided to spend the pandemic <laughs> in I, you know in I, one of its hot spots i want to follow the pandemic to yeah, where it goes. exactly like a storm chaser Something uh, like that. it's like a storm chaser <laughs> uh let's move on to our first story where stash you know taiwan is uh they have compulsory military service right yeah i mean you, which you you did yourself i did but um i did not seek i was not i was in <laughs> how do i put this <laughs> i was an active reserve non-combatant which means i was not trained in the military arts i was in an admin job with um I guess they saw my contributions were just like, well, he can do a little more than just, you know, fire a weapon. Yeah. So they they took so advantage. Is, is that something that you decided or they decided for you? They or? will look at your credentials and they will, like, uh, recommend that you do other things, right? Because they're just like, if you have other talents that can help other places, there's no reason why we shouldn't send you there. And because I... I'm bilingual, right? I can speak yeah. Mandarin, Chinese, and English. They're just like, well, we can use you um, elsewhere. Yeah. And I was uh, stationed at Taiwan's foreign ministry. But the thing is, uh, Taiwan, all males over the age of t- 18 in Taiwan to the age of, I believe, 36 are obligated to serve in the military for some around for some period of time. But did you know that even after that compulsory military service, there's a chance that you might get called back for additional training Oh, just to, yeah, just to like keep you on your toes. They're right. just like, did you remember everything? They knock on your door. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> this is a deterrence measure, right? Like you want to be able to be like, okay, so you're done with your service, mil- your military service, you're gone, but we want you to retain everything that you yeah. uh, learned is while it, you're coming here. Like, um, is it mandatory? Like, do, do, are you yeah. really right? It's not mandatory, but like uh, people who get called back. You might get called back. You might not get called back. And I think really? it's, a, it's a lottery system to see who gets called back. Right. Um, anyway, over the weekend, 400 reservists were called back. And they were to take part in the quote-unquote toughest ever uh, return training regimen. Now, what makes this so tough? Well, the, this comes as the government wants to improve combat readiness and um, kind of bolster Taiwan's rever- reserve forces. Because, A, Taiwan's uh, voluntary military core isn't exactly extensive right right, right and uh, they would just want to make sure that our numbers are still good the reserves have the right capability so these 400 reservists were called back and this was in Taoyuan city and they were reported to an elementary school and this is a 14-day training program that takes place in new taipei city's linko district oh yeah 
and um, they simulated a scenario of defending a beach. And then, oh wow! What makes this training so tough is that during the two weeks, all reservists they're gonna train for ten hours a day, and that's full on. That's full on. Yeah, and uh, th- that also includes two hours of nighttime session. So what does that mean? <laughs> so like it, you, you're fighting in the dark, I guess. Oh, whether or not they have night vision or like proper lighting, I don't know. Wow. But so eat lots of carrots. Eat lots of carrots, right? <laughs> Keep that uh, strict diet. Beta carotene. Carrots, now. just yeah. For every meal. Yeah. Uh, and then, so this program is about 136 hours total with no days off. So it's 14 days straight of just drilling. No weekends. Um, no weekends. There's no weekends no in weekends. the military. I mean, 14 days. Go for it, man. Yeah. And um, he, perhaps the most, perhaps the hardest part about this is yeah. uh, there's limiting mobile phone use. And that's a huge Ooh, deal in Taiwan yeah. because people in Taiwan love, they love their, their phones. They love their phone games. That's right. They love their phone <laughs> games. They love talking on their phones. Yeah. You know? And um, you can only use your phone twice a day from 7 to 8 p.m. and from 9 to 10 p.m. Oh. Yeah. What's, so wow. 7 to 8 p.m. and then 9 to 10. So what's, that, what's that one hour between 8 and 9? I'm guessing personal grooming, like personal maintenance, wow. I guess, maybe, okay. or more drilling. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there's... What does this training uh, entail? Well, hold on. Let me change the... Uh... It's quite a full-on thing, if I remember correctly, because they, uh, they're kind of... It's a, you know, like a strength... And, yeah, what's the English for that? You know, kind of like a, an enhanced, right? They kind of... They've, they've beefed it up. They've, I, I, you know, they, they have to go outdoors yeah. and do kind of camping and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So what's going on is these reservists will be training using pistols rifles and machine guns oh wow and this is to maintain their basic combat skills i don't know if machine guns are basic can be qualified as basic combat that seems pretty intense yeah and then they need to go undergo a 10 kilometer march with loaded full gear yeah that's gonna be tough for some i imagine uh so i guess i think these people at any age between uh, 18 and 36 1836 yeah and then I saw a news report about this, and why did I say that some people are are crying? Is because there was news footage of before one of the reservist guys sent off, his girlfriend was just like hugging oh. him, and she was crying. She's like, "You yeah, call me with the two hours of the mobile phone." <laughs> and he's he's gone for like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you, you would think <laughs> that's kind of a, that's you know, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a nice to, you know, and it's show of emotion, yeah, and so on. You it's, know, but it's it's she th- it almost looks like she was. He thought like it was like Danny Boy was playing in the background and like she he was like <laughs> really legit getting shipped it. off. Maybe he was. She was yeah, she maybe was, he didn't. And maybe. then he was just like, "Well, I'm gonna go off to war." He's like, "What are you going off to war?" I didn't even hear about this war. I didn't hear about <laughs> yeah. this. Um, so we have, uh, so, but to keep the morale up for the training for these reservists, the Ministry of National Defense said. Culinary specialists from the military will be brought in to cook meals for them. Oh god, I'm imagining like culinary specialists. For, it's like this is Jeff. He's yeah. a culinary specialist. <laughs> he's got, he's like, I got slop and get, green slop. I got, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Or you know, the other extreme is you you picture some guy like Gordon Ramsay coming in oh, just like yeah. chewing them out before they eat. <laughs> yeah, man. um, I would love to see what the the, the military's culinary specialties are. Um. If anyone has any pictures of that from me. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, But the reservists will also be trained in how to eat dried rations and ready-to-eat meal packages. So MREs, have you heard about those? Uh, No. So MREs are like specifically portioned out portable meals that people can take on. Like usually done for combat. They stand for meal ready to eat. And um, I guess learning how to eat 
on the run or while staying mobile as an infantryman is a vital skill. Really? Yeah. And, is um, there a special technique to it? I like- guess so, right? <laughs> like, you don't really have much time to rest, and I guess you can eat and stay alert at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's an important skill. I'm just thinking of, like, <laughs> just, like, chewing drills and, like, you know, like, kind of or everyone lined up mm. uh, practicing their chewing. It's important to chew properly. It everyone. is. Uh, and this news can't comes as, you know, as a... Ukraine is facing invasion from Russia, and some of the reservists were asked, and they're just like, well, he said the war in Ukraine made him believe that it is good to refamiliarize himself with how to fire a weapon. However, he said 14 days, which is twice as long as the usual reservist training, is too long. Too long, he said. Is this before or after? This is before they get right. they get they got sent off. Well, ask him after, see what he thinks. Oh, and they have inf- they have information about the girlfriend who is uh really? who is to yeah apparently <laughs> one of the that? reverse reverse service his surname is Peng, and uh, his girlfriend was there and she had tears in her eyes as the two said goodbye and she said I will miss him dearly the girlfriend said reporters like this wartime <laughs> you know lover she just like imagine like when he's like going down he's going to the shops. Mm. He's just like, uh, yeah, I'm just off to buy some, uh, some, you know, some noodles from the shop. She'd be like, oh, oh no. my love, like, farewell. No, we're so close. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Uh, Tomash says, culinary specialists from the military create novel ways to serve spam. Yeah, I think uh, all the variations on spam. I don't know if this speaks to my food standards, but I do like spam. Really? I do like spam. Honestly, I don't know if I've, I think I've had it in... Uh, Wait, like just out of the can, or like no, no, like you gotta fry it up, obviously. Right, right, right. But, but like on its own, or how do you, how do you, how do you have your? Spam? I have it with rice. And, how do you, yeah. how do you eat your spam? I, I have it. How with do you just, take your spam? I fry it up Leo? with rice and eggs. It's, it's that's a delicious meal right there. Yeah, I, it I, gets a bad rap. I've had it with rice and stuff, um, but yeah, not something I buy very regularly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this new regimen will be tested for the first three quarters of 2022. So this intensive training program is just, I guess, in a trial period, and. Um, they say they want 15,000 reservists uh, at 20, 24 battalions in one company around Taiwan to kind of like go undergo this training program. Wow. So is this going to work? We don't know. 15,000 in a, in a year? Uh, yeah, 15,000 right. in a year. They First three quarters of 2022, so not even a full year, nine oh, months. Wow. They want to train that many reservists. Fair. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I hope that girlfriend gets good news about uh, <laughs> Mr. Peng's return. Hopefully yeah, he's going to he stays fine. in touch. All right, so let's talk about... Uh, we talked about what's going on with uh, the situation in Ukraine. And uh, Stash and I were at a demonstration last Wednesday. Was it last Wednesday or last Tuesday? Tuesday, I think. Last yeah. Tuesday uh, that was showing support for the for Ukraine in Taiwan. It was attended by many Ukrainians, Ukrainians in Taiwan. And not yeah. just that, but there were also uh, Lithuanian people there. There were Hong Kongers Russians. there. Showing solidarity. Yeah. Russians were there as Poles. well. Yeah. And um, later that day, I think the next day, the government established a, a, a called a, a, it's a fund, a, a donation fund yeah. for Taiwanese people to donate their money to Ukraine. And um, this is helpful because... In any other situation, there's just like way too many, there's a lot of information overload when it comes to these things, right? So the government was just like, look, send it here and then we'll send it out for you. Yeah. And in the first three days of this fund being established, 
Taiwanese people raised 214 million new Taiwan dollars, wow. which is 8.56 US dollars. A uh, million US dollars. A million US dollars. So what did <laughs> just, I say? 8.56 US dollars? <laughs> just, just about under 10 bucks. Well, that'll get you like, what, three bottles of Coke? <laughs> um, in three days. And this comes when, you know, Tsai Ing-wen, President Tsai Ing-wen and uh, Vice President Lai Ching-de and Premier Su Zhen-sang, they all committed to donating one month's salary Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with this the establishment of the new fund. Um, the new f- This fund is being... Re- uh, run by the Relieve Disaster Foundation of Taiwan, not Disaster Relief Foundation. Yeah. Relieve Disaster and, Foundation. It's important that there's no D at the end. It's there like, is yeah. it's not a relieved disaster. No, 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 no. This is, this is kind of like an active verb. Like right. we are going to go relieve um, <laughs> this situation. A special bank ca- account was set up at Land Bank of Taiwan at 2 p.m. on March 2nd. Um, and yeah, dude. Wait, and, and this money is sorry. It's going to the Relieve. Relieve disaster. The Relief Disaster Foundation kind of set up this account at the not, land at the land bank of Taiwan. But they're not taking the money. I mean, yeah, like where is the? Do they? Do you have any details on exactly where that money is going? So the Taiwan Ministry, the Foreign Affairs Ministry in Taiwan says it's going to pro- go towards providing medical aid, shelter, and relief supplies to Ukrainian displaced by ongoing war in their country. So it's uh, it's to help the refugees that are escaping right. Ukraine. Well, I imagine a lot of that will be going to um to Poland then. Um, I guess so, huh? Because that's where right, the bulk of uh the refugees are passing through. If you know, if not. And many of them are staying there, um, but, uh, you know, some going elsewhere, but most of them are definitely going through there. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, actually, the um, Taiwan got a new Polish rep recent, oh, did they? recently. Yeah. Oh. So he's probably really got his work cut out for him. He's probably thrust into the limelight. There's this huge campaign on the Polish side, which is just uh, Poland first to help. Mm. And that's like Poland's just like, yo, we're going to be the first to help the Ukrainians. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I kind of know how Tomasz feels about that. <laughs> and um, I mean, it's a bit of tooting your own horn, I think would be the phrase. But um, I mean, hey, is there any sound problems? <laughs> no, the sound problems are very good. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, Taiwan has sent 27 tons of medical supplies um, to Poland uh, wow. just to help out yeah. with, this, with the situation. Yeah, um, that's good. The United Nations Refugee Agency says uh, over 1 million Ukrainians have fled to neighboring countries, including Poland and Slovakia. And, uh, yeah, so this is... Taiwan is eager to help Ukraine. Taiwan wants to help Ukraine. Taiwan stands with Ukraine. I think it's fair to say that um, the efforts to assist Ukraine and Taiwan... Like, Taiwan... Ukraine is in Taiwanese people's thoughts. Absolutely. And I think most of this is also kind of because... Ukraine is being harassed by a larger power. Yeah. And Taiwan can kind of relate to that. Yeah, the parallels aren't lost on anyone, yeah. believe me. It's not equivalent, but no. there definitely are parallels. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me take a look at some of the yeah, comments Yeah, we're joined here. by Moklusur Rahman from Bangladesh, watching our live program. He's saying, thanks for your casual news in Taiwan. We like to keep it casual, man. You're very welcome. Jendalari is here. Christine Feline says, hello, guys. I miss RTI Live. Well, we're here we are. We we're right here. Get your fill while you can. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Jendalari says disasters need to de-stress too. Yeah, those are disasters. Someone needs to relieve them. Someone needs to relieve them. (laughs) Okay, so Tomaj, he heard what we said, and here he's he's saying, he's saying, tooting your own horn is one thing, but there are still refugees at the Poland-Belarusian border, and not even two months ago, Poland was still building a wall to keep them out and violently pushing them back to Belarus. 
which is illegal under EU law, first to help should apply to everyone. He's Polish. He can say that. Yeah. You are half Polish. What I, do you say to that? <laughs> I mean, it's I don't again. I don't think it's lost on anyone that the reaction um, to kind of the, the influx of refugees from Ukraine and the influx of refugees from places like Iraq, Syria, and Afghanistan mm. has been very different. Um, Poland, uh, as uh, Tomasz points out, has you know broadly refused to take any of those um, uh, you know Middle Eastern and mostly majority Muslim. Um, uh, immigrants mm. um, or migrants refugees and uh, and yeah but then now we have this Ukrainian crisis and you know very generously Poland is is helping them but it's you know it's uh, it's it, there is a parallel there um, that the Polish government would probably you didn't um, you didn't notice but there is definitely a certain way they're treating Ukrainian migrants that they haven't been treating um <laughs> Other migrants. Tomasz says, but is lost on many people. I've heard Poland called a humanitarian powerhouse in a recent article. Ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, humanitarian powerhouse is a really strong word, uh, really strong. strong phrase for for yeah. Um, yes, Tomasz is right. There, there, there is um, a certain degree of, of distinction in, in the way that Poland is treating some refugees and 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 treating others too. How much time we got left? We've before got we move uh, on? about ninety seconds. No, so. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about this really quick one, where the Taichung National Museum of Natural Science will soon be able to see a rare fossil specimen from Myanmar dating back to around ninety-nine million years ago at an amber exhibit. What's at it the doing? Museum. Wait, if it's from it's from Myanmar, what's yeah. it doing here? It's just on display here. Okay. Uh, entombed in the amber, also known as fossilism, are preserved skin and feathers that experts are likely to believe to belong to a dinosaur. Ooh. This sounds like the beginning of the Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to genetically sequence it and then uh, create animals and release them in a park. And uh, Yang Ming San, uh, and what could possibly go wrong? Oh, everything, especially <laughs> like uh, if if Polish, if you guys can talk about Polish issues, I'm going to be telling you that Taiwanese will mismanage dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, into are they getting Jeff Goldblum in to run it? I know? don't, you know, I don't mind that actually. <laughs> Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum can come to Taiwan. I'd be, I'd be stoked for that. That's so. Wait, wait, when's this thing on display? Again? Uh, this thing is on display. End of April. It starts end at the end of April. End of cool. April. And uh, it's slightly bigger than a one new Taiwan dollar coin, which is about the size of a penny. Is there... Oh, it's tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. Okay, so we're not going to... You know, these wings and skin aren't going to yeah. kind of come together and flap What's and fly away. What's the equivalent of a, in size of a, a new, new Taiwan, Taiwan dollar? I mean, like any small... Yeah, probably like a one, 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 pe- one penny coin. Yeah. Uh, honestly, whatever your don- domination is, is basically the smallest coin um, in that, right? I mean, one NT is small. Yeah, it's yeah. tiny. It's a, it's a small coin, anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, we, we're getting dinosaurs in Taiwan. Are there actually dinosaurs, fossils in Taiwan? I think I there are. I think there are. I just, I'm not sure. But they do say that this is very specific because the amber, the sap that was used to create this amber is from a tree species that no longer exists in Taiwan, which I don't know why is important because <laughs> didn't this thing come from Myanmar? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like... Does it, does it still exist in Myanmar? I don't know. It doesn't say. It's just like it does exist in Taiwan, but <laughs> might still exist in, in, in Taiwan. Uh, anyway, that's all the time we have for this edition of Here in Taiwan. We hope you enjoyed hearing us talk about uh, Danny Boy, you know, send-offs for reservists and how, how much Taiwanese people are donating to Ukraine and talking about potential Jurassic Park-level <laughs> disasters in Taiwan. Uh, but that's about all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us uh, for here in Taiwan. I'm Leslie Liao. And I'm Stash Butler. Uh, like I said, we got more programming coming up next. If you're on shortwave, do not go away.
Hello and welcome to Hashtag Taiwan, the show where we talk about what's trending online, well, in Taiwan. I'm your host, Leslie Liao, and for the next few minutes, I'm going to be telling you about something that maybe happened on social media in Taiwan, or a popular YouTube video that's circulating the internet, or maybe I'm just going to tell you about a piece of news that got a lot of attention in Taiwan. This past week, the biggest topic is probably going to be the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and that is a news topic that has also resonated here in Taiwan. People online in Taiwan are talking about the invasion, and they very much stand with Ukraine, as I think much, much of the rest of the world does as well. So in this week's episode of Hashtag Taiwan, we're going to be taking a look at some of the messages and sentiments that people have expressed on the internet here in Taiwan. This is coming up next. Don't go away. The topic dominating headlines this week, and I'm guessing for the foreseeable future, is Russia's invasion into Ukraine as it should be. The entire situation is bad. Now, I'm not talking about the underlying politics. I'm talking about the loss of human life and the extreme stress and anxiety that the Ukrainian people are going through. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to hear air raid sirens, explosives, and jet engines going off in the distance while I'm trying to live my life. Today, let's go over some of the online reactions about Ukraine in Taiwan. Taiwan very much stands with Ukraine. President Tsai Ing-wen said she does multiple times on Twitter in posts condemning Russia and announcing sending aid to Ukraine. Vice President Lai Qingde has also tweeted, The people and government of Taiwan stand with Ukraine. The principle of self-determination cannot be erased by brute force. Then, Taiwan's legislature held a rally on Wednesday morning showing support for Ukraine, as seen here in a tweet by Marcin Yezhevsky. Aurora Chang also tweeted this picture of a Formosan black bear holding up a sign that says, Stand with Ukraine. The tweet thread contains a collection of links that tell people how they can help Ukraine. Meanwhile, Taiwan Birds tweeted pictures of birds and bugs that bear Ukrainian flag colors, blue and yellow. Then, Taiwan-based bird artist Alice Tams is auctioning off pictures of birds and donating proceedings to organizations that are helping Ukraine. Marcin also found information on how many Ukrainian people are in Taiwan. According to the Interior Ministry, there are around 247 Ukrainians in Taiwan. All of them are heartbroken at what's going on, but they're also doing their part in Taiwan to help their homeland. One of these people is Larissa Bakarova, naturalized Taiwanese actress, rhythmic gymnast, and former Miss Kiev. She said in a Facebook post that she's angry and upset at what's happening in Ukraine. She said that anyone who participates in or supports this war should be ashamed of themselves. However, I think it's important to say that just because Russia is invading Ukraine, that doesn't give people the right to vilify all Russian people across the board. The world needs less hate right now, not more. And Ukrainian YouTuber in Taiwan, Tatiana, demonstrated that when she and her Russian friend, Sasha, said neither of them wanted this war. Finally, Taiwan's foreign ministry announced earlier this week that it established a donation fund for people in Taiwan who want to support Ukraine. So if you're in Taiwan and you want to support Ukraine by donating some money, I'm going to leave this information right up here for you. And that just about does it for this week's edition of Hashtag Taiwan. Now, I do have a bit of a news update for you. Since establishing that donation fund, uh, Taiwan's authorities said that people in Taiwan have donated about 8.56 million US dollars for Ukraine within three days and that donations are continuing to pour in. So let me know, what do you think about the ongoing conflict in Ukraine and how has your country responded? Please do let me know. You can reach Radio Taiwan International on all the major social media platforms like Facebook, 
Uh, you can find us there uh, under Radio Taiwan International or Taiwan Insider, or you can find us on Twitter under the handle Taiwan Insider, or you can go to our YouTube channel at RTI English. Anyway, that's just about does it for this week. I'll be back again next week with another edition of Hashtag Taiwan. And if you guys have any suggestions about what you'd like me to do episodes of Hashtag Taiwan on, please do let me know. My mailbox is always open. You can find me at LLIAO0211 at RTI.org.TW. Anyway, guys, until next week, I'll talk to you again soon. You are listening to Radio Taiwan International. Visit us on our website at en.rti.org.tw and on YouTube at youtube.com slash RTI English. This is Status Update. Hi there, you've just tuned into Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. And I'm Tomasz Koper. Yes, uh, we're broadcasting from Radio Taiwan International. This is a program where we read um, listeners' letters, uh, letters that uh, you guys write us and let us know what programs you listen to, your comments about them, your thoughts about them, um, and, oh, very importantly, uh, the listening condition. Yes, we always like to know about that and bring that to our technical department. But uh, first up, though, we're going to be uh, updating our own personal status since it's called Status Update. But um, um, so Thomas was saying that he actually went to the movies. Now, you don't yes. go to the movies very often, do you? Um, I used to go more often, I guess, uh, because of Corona, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, we, we switched to watching more movies at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, was, it was nice to get out of the house. Uh, we went on a Saturday early afternoon, you know, on a day off. Um, and we, we had lunch and then went to the movies. It, it, it kind of feels like we're going back to quote-unquote normal yeah which uh, i'm longing for <laughs> i have to be honest so i'm curious which movie did you go see uh we we saw a japanese movie oh um, okay it's, it was one that my wife wanted to see uh, but yeah I, I liked it i enjoyed it it's it's based on a on a tv show or it's a sort of oh. an extension of it of the tv show i that i haven't finished watching but i i watched enough to understand the movie Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, um, your wife's profession has to do with translating yes, yes, Chinese a, to Japanese. She's yeah. a Japanese translator. Right, yeah. right. Awesome. Yeah, well, um, you just touch on a thing that is literally the only uh, pastime between my husband and I, <laughs> uh, other than eating out. So we just like to eat out and go to the movies. But um, yeah, you're right. During, you know, during the uh, uh, COVID, uh, we were watching a lot at home, like Netflix and Catch Play or whatever. But uh, as soon as the movie theater opened, we were there. And there has been a couple of times when we had the whole theater to ourselves. Wow. Yeah, uh, you had to be masked on and then uh, you couldn't eat anything in there. But that was really awesome when, I think there was one movie that we went to see. Uh, was it Mamma Mia? Um, the second one? Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, we brought two of our kids out of three, and, and we went there. We were the only ones in the movie theater. It was a big one. So we asked the staff to take a picture of us, you know. <laughs> we, got, we sang along, and oh. we kind of, you know, just uh, grooved, you know, and everything. That was very nice. <laughs> that's, that's cool. I remember going to movies way back when, you know, this is high school with high school friends. You know, usually towards the end of a, a movie's run, yeah. when 
not a lot of people were seeing it. And we, we would go and sort of make fun of the movie, you know, alongside the rest of the audience. Like, we we didn't want to disturb people. Are you talking about here in Taiwan? No, no. Okay. This was back, back home. home. Yeah. In Poland. Yeah. Yes. So there were movies that were we, we would go see bad movies like everyone <laughs> knew they were bad and so that we, we we hoped that people around us wouldn't mind us making jokes <laughs> and then we would sort of like well not yell but like loudly comment on what was happening in the movie um and wow. I, I and i'm talking about like real hollywood schlock there was one <laughs> movie where People were going to the center of the earth and we were like cheering for the brave American scientists like, yeah, we're saved uh, because the movie was just dumb. <laughs> That's it, plain and simple. But hey, in, in Taiwan, I, I find that the their, the, the culture yeah. in, at movie theaters is pretty good. And I, yeah. People aren't really disturbing others that much. Oh, oh well, in that sense, yes. Light okay. is a problem, as in people sometimes take out their phones and check their phones even when they're on mute. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, you, oh. you can still kind of see the glare yeah, of someone's yeah, screen bothers like, you, yeah. in, the, in the front Oh, uh, I hadn't come row. across that. Okay. Yeah, well, um, I, I, I was going to say, well, I wish that, you know, Taiwan, Taiwanese people are more like your people back home. Mm -hmm. But Taiwanese people are more conservative. I don't see that kind of thing happening, you know, like just cheering on and just mm -hmm. you know getting everybody into the groove and 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 just you know making jokes on the side i wish the Taiwanese people were more like that but i don't see that could possibly happen it, with it could, people though i i would love to see like separate uh screenings for people who enjoy this kind of atmosphere oh, so yeah. if you want to if you want to go watch a movie in silence and you actually <laughs> care about the movie and you and you want to focus on it yeah. here's a screening for you but if you want to you know, bring in a beer and then have fun while you're watching the movie and just sort of cheer the characters on or comment on what's happening, you go to a different screening. Hey, that, that sounds be, like a good idea. Right? Two different screenings, yeah. One day I'm going to open a theater and that's okay. what's going to be happening. Hey, that, that sounds <laughs> like good. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, yeah you, do, you do that, you do that in Taiwan. Yeah. yeah, loosen up, you know, all the Taiwanese people. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, um, you know about Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes. In the you, you know about it. I, I okay. know. I know this movie has a cult following, and yeah. also a movie um, that we watched recently, The Room. Oh. Uh, right, well, you, you weren't there, but <laughs> I wasn't uh, yeah, there. Emma, Leslie, uh, John was there as well. Oh, okay. Um, Stash didn't make Stash it. Stash couldn't make it. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a. It, it, it's a really bad movie, and it has a cult following, and <laughs> we had a lot of fun, and I can totally understand why people go to theaters to watch that movie with others where everyone is quoting the lines everyone already has seen the movie and and you know people uh, shout their favorite quotes and stuff I'm like telling that. It's, you it's really fun. ever since everybody went to your house and watched the room you know now I see that you guys are reenacting re the lines and everything at work yes and I feel so <laughs> left out <laughs> oh hi Leslie <laughs> Every character in that movie says, oh, hi, and then the name of the other character. Oh, like, okay. th this line is said like a hundred times <laughs> in the movie. That is so funny. I'm trying to picture that. But um, I, you know, I don't know. My husband and I, we just, 
we we that's like literally the only entertainment is going to the movies, and we just love it.、Mm-hmm. And actually, sometimes he goes by himself when I'm working when I'm at work, and I get mad when he goes to a movie that I have been wanting to see too,、mm-hmm. <laughs> and he mistook it thinking that I didn't want to see it, so he went and see it himself. And I was like, ah,、uh, all right. So now I kind of tell him like you know what movies are on、uh, showing right now, and I'll tell him that okay, this one you can go by yourself because it's a horror movie, and I don't like that. And and this one you can wait until you know I'm free and then. Go watch it with me, and this one, okay, you can go by yourself, you know. Oh,、wow, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, picky viewer.、Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I I don't like suspense movies. It really depends. Okay, it really depends. But if there's a lot of killing, I don't like war movies, and um, yeah, I'm very particular. I don't like uh ghost movies. I mean, he he can be really into those, like like um to name off some. Oh gosh, how all of a sudden I can't think. Um, the classic ones. Um, where it's like you know uh. Well, you're haunted. Wait, uh, uh, what's? Oh gosh, never mind. Anyway, so um, yeah, he's into those, but I'm not. You know,、mm-hmm. I, I like action movies. I love, you know, I like love stories. I like romantic. I like comedies. But um, that's about it. And the others, he can just well go by himself. <laughs> so, <laughs>、yeah. Do you ever go to the movies by yourself? Oh, good question. You know, in my whole life. I think I'm someone who likes to watch it with somebody else, but there has been exceptional occasions. I can only think of two in my whole life that I actually went by myself,、mm. and for you know some specific reasons. But、um, but no, I'm not into watching by myself. Are you? I haven't seen a lot of movies by myself, but I. I used to do it sometimes. I also prefer watching movies with people because、yeah. it's a it's a collective experience for me. Yeah. But yeah. I I remember、uh, one time I was around a movie theater. I think I was teaching a class that got canceled last minute. Yeah. <laughs> it was an afternoon and I had nothing to do. Right. And I thought, well, you know, I wanted to see Godzilla. It was、ah. when the the American Godzilla movie came out,、uh, the the better one,、oh, the, okay, the later one with Michael.、Uh, Crichton, I, I can't.、Uh, no, um, n- never mind.、Uh, okay, Matthew. Was there a Matthew? No, not the one with Matthew Broderick. Broderick. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, the,、okay. the later one, the better one. Oh. And I, I was one of like three people in in the, <laughs> in the whole theater. Yeah, in the whole theater, and I really enjoyed it. It was、oh, fun. Yeah.、Um, you know, a, a bit of me time. Yeah, almost got the whole theater to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well. That was talking on the phone about movies, but let's get to your letters. We always love to hear from you. You know, just、uh, what you think about our programs. So please always have paper and pen in hand. You know, and write us a letter. Our address is PO Box One Two Three Dash One Nine Nine Taipei Taiwan. And if you are an email person, then our address is RTI at RTI dot org dot TW. But you can always leave us comments on YouTube. YouTube. Um, Facebook. Facebook and Twitter.、Right. You can find us at RTI English or Radio Taiwan International English on all those three platforms. Right. Okay. So the first that I've got here,、uh, unfortunately, I only have a name. It's Guama,、uh, G-U-A-M-A. I'm not sure which country you're from. I'm sorry. We, I'm, I'm getting these letters off a system within RTI.、Um, it's like a, a grid. So I, I, you know, maybe this all this information is in there, but I couldn't quite interpret it well. So forgive me, but you know, if you if you're listening, do write us again and let us know which country you're writing from. But、um, here's a short note from you. President Tsai Ing-wen says Taiwan will impose economic sanctions against Russia, right with an exclamation mark.、Mm-hmm. And to the ambitions of Xi Jinping, that's the Chinese、uh, president. Simple response with the music from Jolin Tsai, which is one of our pop stars in Taiwan. 
"I'm Not Yours." That's the name of the <laughs>、uh, of the song, featuring Namie Amuro, who is a popular Japanese singer. So yeah, I wish I had the song to that. I'm I'm sorry I don't, but you could have a listen if you ever find it. It's called "I'm Not Yours." Okay, so making a statement to Russia. Um, to Russia uh, and, and Taiwan, making a statement to China. Ah,、uh, yes, I'm not that yours. That is right. Okay, so thanks again. That was Guama. I have a letter from、uh, Shohel Rana Redoy from Dhaka, Bangladesh,、uh, who writes: I have been your regular listener since、uh, 2000.、Um, you have not been、uh, writing for some time due to official business. Moreover, all over the world, the direct correspondence、uh, of Corona was closed and closed.、Uh, so, because of Corona, the, the mail doesn't、yeah. really function the same way. So, some distance was created, but I did not stop listening to your program. Thank you very Great, much. Great, thank you. I am regularly listening to your arrangements online and in, through apps. Radio Taiwan、uh, gives us a clear idea about Taiwan. Great features help us with various information. I am always learning a lot from your organization. One of the great windows for learning about Taiwan is Radio Taiwan International. Please send some promotional gifts for our friends, the Xing Club.、Um, we are also here in Taiwan. So once again, this was from Shohel Rana Redoy from Dhaka, Bangladesh.、Uh, I also、mm-hmm. have a, a reply that our Yeah, our listeners. The person、uh, the in charge of、yeah. uh, receiving the、uh, mail and replying to it、uh, wrote, and let me just read it out real quick as well.、Um, thank you for your message. However, the postal connection between Taiwan and Bangladesh is currently stopped, so we are not able to send you anything now. We may try to send you some gifts after the connection is restored. Thank you for your support. Yes.、Um, yeah. Unfortunately, because of COVID nineteen, a lot of Postal services are not operating as they used to,、right. and unfortunately, things get delayed by a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So、uh, be patient. Hopefully, that you know all this is over, that we will send them your way. But thank you for your letter, and keep keep listening to us and keep writing us. Yes, please do. Thank you. Okay, now this letter here I've got is from Japan. It's from Mr. Norihiko Ide. And it says, "Your dear sir, ma'am, it is with great pleasure that I can send you my monitoring letter as follows."、Um, he listened in on February twenty-second, and it's、uh, he listened to Status Update, which is this current program.、Um, uh, he wrote here saying Shirley's bad knee condition from a minor accident, and John's. Well, actually, you meant Tomash <laughs> topped off finger bone, right?、Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Well, I was talking I about my、um, my my minor. You know, bus accident where I hurt my foot, and then you were chiming in on about your. And I was talking about being stupid in high school and how I broke my <laughs> finger because <Yeah> . of it. <laughs> right, and you tell me not to ignore it and go for physical、yes. therapy. So I am doing that right now. Thank you. And then、um, he had comments on our program. Hello, this is my first monitoring letter in February. Well, great, thank you so much.、Uh, first, I am surprised and glad that you read my latest reception report letter in this program. Thank you. Today, I'd like to know if you have the specific type of personal hobbies in Taiwan. I recently started to collect goshuin. Okay, and he wrote in in kanji.、Uh, that's a Japanese, yeah, Chinese character. And it says goshuins are large seals slash stamps handwritten by monks. Oh. That work is a kind of proof that you have visited a specific temple or shrine. Please search Instagram for Goshuin posts to see what they look like. There are similar popular hobbies to collect the commemorative stamps of castles, train stations, and even dams in Japan. 
Are there popular, unique collection hobbies in Taiwan? Please take good care, Mr. Norihiko Ide. Well, I'm thinking, as you're describing here,、um, I think that when we visit certain places,、um, maybe they're like landscapes or you know、um, historical sites or cultural sites of Taiwan. I think they do have stamps here. Um, yeah,、uh, this is a very popular oh, hobby. Oh,、uh, okay. Collecting stamps,、uh, you if you go to a tourist venue, tourist destination, yeah, very often you get like a little piece of paper that says like tourist passport, and then you stop at different spots、yes. uh, around the the whole. The, around the grounds, and、mm-hmm. and you can get stamps. Yeah,、uh, to say prove that, that you went there. Right, Thomas has been here.、Yes. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I,、um, I, I never do that. I never get. Yeah, you never. Neither do I, because eventually it gets thrown away. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a nice souvenir, though. It is. You know, when I was a kid, you know, like my kids when they were younger, they loved doing that,、mm-hmm. and they they want to collect all the stamps that they can get. You know, and kind of like compete with each other, like who gets more. But I see that these Goshuin、um, prints. They are actually、um, Japanese characters, or rather,、mm-hmm. like you know,、um, kanji characters. Kanji.、Um, I know the ones in Taiwan. If it's similar,、um, they usually have like the outline of the structure, the the building、oh, that we yeah, visited. Yeah. yeah, usually it's that. Not more so than、uh, like Chinese characters,、uh, if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, they're they're nice. I remember I went to a taco festival、um, maybe a couple of months ago. A taco in, festival in December. Yeah, here in Taiwan. Okay.、Uh, it was just a twelve, I think, restaurants or people who caterers, people who make food,、uh, who were making tacos. Okay. And at the entrance, they gave you a, a piece of paper like that, a passport, and then. The goal was to collect stamps from all of the stalls,、uh, proving that you've had at least one taco at each one. <laughs> okay. But then I tapped out after like four or five. I was like, <laughs> I, no more, no mas. I, I、uh, can't have any more tacos because it's just a lot of food. Right. <laughs>、okay. And then I can't. I, like I don't know how. A single person can get, collect all twelve. Like you, you have to be there the whole day, and、right. like go there for lunch, and then wait a bit. I mean, go out, do like jog maybe, so that well, you get hungry again. Well, they must really love tacos. Yeah, yeah. To do that, I, I lo-、right. like tacos, but even even, even so, that, even so, it was too much <laughs>、right. for me. Okay, well, thank you so much for sharing that. That was really interesting, and that ends today's show. Thank you so much.、Uh, we do love to get your letters, so keep writing us. Our address is PO Box One Two Three Dash One Nine Nine Taipei Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti dot org dot tw. And find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, either as RTI English or Radio Taiwan International English on all those three platforms. All right. Until next week, I'm Shirley Lin, and I'm Thomas Copper. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> For tuning in to Radio Taiwan International, Taiwan's national broadcaster, we hope you enjoyed our programs. You can catch all of our latest news, audio, and video features on our website at en.rti.org.tw. Again, 
Go to our website en.rti.org.tw for engaging news, videos, and programs about Taiwan. If you like to hang out on social media, RTI is there too. Our Facebook URL is Radio Taiwan International. And you can watch our engaging video features, including the weekly news magazine program Taiwan Insider, on our YouTube channel, RTI English. Again, our YouTube channel is RTI English. For those who enjoy the Twitter sphere, our handle for Taiwan Insider is at Taiwan Insider. For RTI English, it's at Radio Taiwan underscore ENG. And if you'd like to enjoy us on your smartphone, just download our app RTI to go. That's one of the best ways to enjoy all our news, videos, and programs. That's RTI to go. If you're a shortwave listener, we have two channels in Asia. For South Asia, tune into 6100 kilohertz from 1600 to 1700 UTC. To Southeast Asia, you can hear us on 15320 kilohertz from 0300 to 0400 UTC. We would love to know what you think of our programs. Email us at english at rti.org.tw. Thank you again for tuning in to Radio Taiwan International. Music